Okay, so I just had a few visions in between sleep and one of these visions was I was at this like kitchen type spot or place and I was with an old friend or an old acquaintance and he was like making my plate and like this food was so good the food was so good and like he just made my plate and then like I was just like being so greedy too because I don't know like I've been so hungry because I've been fasting as much as possible so every single time I get around good food, I want to eat as much as I possibly can. So I know that it's a it will pass. It'll pass, but like y'all been so hungry. But like he's like every single time I want to think of if he's the same as I remember, it's like It's such a gap there because I don't feel that I got to know him properly. But maybe I did, but I just overthought it. Like I overdid it. Like I must have felt as if I needed to know everything about him. And I wonder if that's a girl thing. But it felt like, you know, after I woke up, it felt like, you know, you're good. It's not even that deep. It's really not that deep. It never it never had to be that deep. Like you actually know more than you think you know. Like I feel like I gotta know every little intricate detail. And it's like the things that I know is enough. And then in the process I'm still trying to make everything that I've learned since count. So Ever since, you know, ever since, like, I felt that I've I've learned so much. And, w- and what I've learned is, like, you know, make a little a lot then. Or if you got to make a lot a little. Whatever, you know, like, go with the flow. Don't stress it. Relax. Like, I have so much going on in my life. And it doesn't even look like it, but it's just so much going on. Excuse me, but. So I'm like, make a little a lot. And then when I started to make a little a lot, it was like, oh, it actually is a lot that I know. So I just didn't know, you know, what made this like this, you know? Why you showed up now? And what does that mean? And honestly, in the midst of everything that I'm battling right now, I would think that it's a setup. And I did last time too. And because he visited me once before my visions, I thought it was a setup. But maybe it's not a setup. Maybe he's just thinking about me. 
maybe I'm overdoing it. Maybe I'm overthinking it because then, then when I woke up and I thought about it, I was like, maybe I was being insecure. Maybe I'm always being insecure around him. I mean, I know I'm kind of insecure a little bit when it comes to him, but like, does it rub off on him? Is it that noticeable? Does it show? And then, and learning myself and, and finding myself in God, like I'm discovering all these different things that God has already shown me that's so obvious, but, you know, sometimes it feels like it's not as obvious because you get so good at disguising yourself in order to blend in with this world, but, you know, is it written on my forehead like God said, you know, that I'm insecure about it, honestly. But oftentimes I feel like maybe I'm divulging too much information about this and I should keep this to myself between me and God. But I want to be honest and open about this type of information because throughout this process, what I've experienced is not being able to hide anything anyways. So, I don't have to say it out loud. I could write it down, but this is like me writing it without having to write it. So, I'm just like, I'm okay with this. I'm okay with this. And feel uncomfortable about that I think that what makes me uncomfortable is overthinking a situation where I will feel like if I'm thinking about how someone could take the information and and use it against me or twist it to make it seem as if is triggering your information but as I said I mean I'm com- I'm not uncomfortable with this so just things I've been going through lately and I, and I just wonder like you know what it means that this individual has shown up. I swear, I just want to think the best of everybody. You know, he's just thinking about you, you know. And he just popped up randomly. Or maybe, you know, just like in most of my visions, how it seems like sometimes the times are just off. Like they're they're catching up or caught up. Like, for example, it's, the, it's almost the middle. It's the beginning of summer. And I just had a vision. I was in the snow. So I feel like, Things are just delayed, you know, and maybe they're just being, they're just, you know, coming and getting to me when they do. But this felt like a summer thing because it was a cookout type thing, but it was inside, on the inside. So it could have even been, you know, cold outside. Who knows? I don't know, but I know it's not cold outside right now, not even where I know him from. So I don't know, but I don't want to overdo it. And I don't want to 
overthink it. I don't want to get irresponsible. I still want to take my journey seriously. So, also, a big thing that I've been dealing with lately and today. So, earlier today, you know, things were happening. I was praying. I was reading my Bible. And I was reaching out to God, trying to get in his presence. And all I know was, I heard someone say, flavor, flavor. Again, I haven't encountered, I don't encounter Flavor Flav as much as I encounter mostly other other people that that are usually around me. And that's not counting the ones who are, I see less than Flav actually, you know. But all I know is. I'm just fighting and like trying to figure things out, as I said, trying to be in God's presence as much as possible. And then I hear Flav's name brought up and every single time Flav's name is brought up, I already know, you know, it's possible he's coming to check me about something, pertaining to his name being involved in something sketchy, questionable, or something that I'm possibly just wrong in. And the only time Flav shows up with his name being brought up in things that I'm possibly wrong in is when people are being colorist, when they are disrespectful, disrespecting dark skin and... You know, thinking it's okay, expecting to get away with it. Now, I think I talked about this before, but Flavor Flav, he's very confident. He's comfortable. He's seemingly fulfilled, really, because it doesn't bother him if we talk about his dark skin. It is about, he's not insecure about his skin color. He's not insecure about how he looks. He's confident and it's attractive. So, you know, I always, as I said before, sometimes I wonder if we're cool because I'm like, you're cool. We're kind of like we're everybody. I feel like that's, now maybe not everybody, but you're just a cool person. That doesn't mean you like me when you show up. That could just be your character. And he'll say, no, I like you. But still, as I said, that he's just a cool person. So I sometimes I just don't know. I just don't understand where I stand with him and... That's the point, I think, because when he shows up, he doesn't show up to be manipulated, you know. And I and I don't think that I try to manipulate people, but 
as I'm growing and learning myself, you know, there's no telling, you know, the different things that I'm going to grow out of that can seem to be manipulative. I've heard manipulative almost a lot more in like the past couple of weeks. Like you're manipulative, you're manipulating. And I'm just like, I'm not manipulating anybody. I'm not trying to manipulate anybody, but you know, sometimes you really are manipulative and it's something you have to grow into seeing it from that perspective. And other times, it's just how someone else sees it from their perspective. You know, because God knows my heart. He knows I'm not intending to be manipulative. And God even says I'm not being or intending to be manipulative. But what God sees, it's not always what everyone else does. So... I may have to grow into that perspective and maybe God wouldn't tell me that I'm being manipulative because he wants me to see it for myself. Maybe he's tried and I just can't hear him. I don't know. But he did say it actually. God actually did say it. He said, you're trying to take advantage of your relationship with Jesus and you're manipulating my son and I don't like it and you're not you're not worthy of him. And I just felt like, cause you know, I have so much more work to do to be more Christ-like. That's why God said that. And it's another level with people because when I compare my relationship to God as as opposed to people, I'm, I'm required to be so much more for God so much more and I'm okay with that I'm willing to be everything I have to be for him but when it comes to people oftentimes people are like you don't even have to be all that you don't have to do all that it seems as if you're trying too hard it seems as if you're you're doing so much more than you have to and you don't have to do all that and I oftentimes have to tell people like I'm not doing it for you I'm doing it for God and You know, this is why things are so conflicting. It's so conflicting because then when I decide to be like, okay, you know, I don't have to do all that. Okay, I just won't then. Then they'll be like, you know, when do you stop putting in so much effort? Or why don't you feel like, why don't you feel as if you have to do so much? Or why don't you try hard enough? You know, people are so wishy-washy. People are so wishy-washy, but God, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So it's always different with him. He's not a man. When it comes to God, when he says you're being manipulative, he said today, he's going to say tomorrow if you're still manipulative. And he's going to mean it the same way. He might not have to say it again. And he's stable. He's a stable God. (laughs) But with people, you know... They don't know what they want. Today they love you. Tomorrow they hate you. Today you're on the list. Tomorrow you're off of it. Today you're accepted. Tomorrow you are rejected. I don't do this for people. So, oftentimes people come into my life and they say, no, actually, I will rock with you either way, you know. Or, no, I'm not, not, I'm not necessarily the kind of person who who is here because of the position that you're in now or the place that you're in now or the way that you're doing things now. I would be here regardless. And then you know 
because you've experienced this, that tomorrow, if I'm not everything that you're here for today, you won't be here. You won't want to be here. You're here for a reason what you're, that you're here for. And I'm not a fool. But sometimes it can be hard for us to see. I don't assume that you are trying to be manipulative or that you are aware every single time, that every person is aware every single time that they're here because it benefits them. Some people really, truly believe I'd be here regardless. And some people really are like that. But not as much as you think. About 98% to 99% of people are not there when you need them. And not there no matter what. Not there regardless for you. And to be quite honest, the one or the individuals that are there for you no matter what, it's an even smaller chance that they're there for everybody no matter what. They may just be there for you in particular because they take a particular liking to you no matter what. It's a smaller chance that that's just their character. So... These are things I'm discovering lately and I'm having to analyze these situations and consider them. So Flavor Flay was here earlier and he showed up and he said, you know, when I show up, why I show up? And, you know, you should have, you know... He just said, he kept it simple. He always keeps it simple and straight to the point. And he doesn't have to say, you know, use a whole lot of words. But he wasn't even mostly talking to me. He was mostly having a discussion with other people around me. And then I started to question, like, whether I even really, you know, wanted to rely on this relationship with Flavor Flav. Not that, you know, I ever really did. It's just like, he showed up at one point and... You know, I felt that I had to battle him at one point in time. And it's like in the process of this battle, if I remember correctly, I felt as if I couldn't beat him, you know, because it felt like I couldn't. Like, it was nothing I could do at one point. Like, if he wanted to, he could really have his way. You know, and I wouldn't be able to do anything about it, but he's just fair. You know, he was being fair. And he's a cool person. He's not bitter or miserable or resentful. Not per se. That, that's what it doesn't seem like he is. You know, I feel like maybe we may have connected on a level where it's like, He's the difference. He's confident and and secure in himself. And when he shows up, he's being he's being the difference. And it sounds messed up because it's like, are you saying that because he's dark skinned the way that he looks, he has to automatically be insecure and bitter and resentful about his skin tone and all this other stuff? But when he showed up. It was the process of dealing and battling with these different things. Like, I was fighting so, you know, so many different levels of things where I was around so many individuals who were bitter and resentful about their skin tone. And I started to lose hope in the fact that 
anybody could ever be confident in it and, and, and secure in it and happy about, you know, the way that they look and still understand the struggles of a dark-skinned individual. And I'm like, so how am I supposed to learn? I can't learn from bitter, resentful people. They're gonna, they're not going to want me to learn. They're not going to want to teach me anything. They're only going to want to hurt me. And I'm always going to be wrong, no matter how much I try. So he showed up and he confirmed, you know, different stigmas and stereotypes on dark-skinned people that he does agree with. And I took it, I took his word for it because he wasn't bitter or resentful about it. So it felt like to me, he was one of those people who could validate and confirm that for me. Because maybe for somebody else, they take someone else's word for it or they appreciate hearing it from somebody else. Or maybe just somebody else altogether would even show up about it. But once I realized he wasn't just saying it just to say it, and he wasn't being bitter or resentful, and he doesn't, he doesn't have to take out his... <laughs> Excuse me, he doesn't have to take his rage or issues out on lighter-skinned individuals, his struggles. He doesn't have to do that. He's honest about it, you know. I was like, you know, I can't say anything to you. Like, it's what it is, you know. I don't feel like when I'm, when you're teaching me things, you're doing it just to be bitter or resentful. And... So that's that's kind of how that happened. And yes, he did have the power to beat me. And then we had conversations. And it feels like ultimately what what happened was, you know, he said, I, be, I think he said, I believe in you or something of that, of that magnitude or something like that. Maybe not even that fully, but just like, you know, I'll let you or allow you to say, or do certain things, and you can say Flav said it. You can say Flav did it. Flav allowed that, you know, because I believe in you. Like, I trust your character on certain things. But it's I, I feel like it's always kind of been up in the air because we did have a battle, and, like, he can't beat me if he wants to, so it feels like I should be able to trust him. But still, at the same time, it's always like this thing where it feels like, you know, he's. it feels like he's talking to other people, not me. And maybe it's because I can't hear him yet. You know, I've noticed I block out certain things. I've felt as if I block out lies or BS just because I have to, I've had to deal with a lot of it. But maybe I'm even blocking out the things I can't quite see yet from my perspective I need to grow into. So maybe I'm blocking it out right now. But really, I feel like you know, it's something there. I feel like it's something there. You know. Also, I want to add that. You know, it was I was in a different place when we first had our encounter. I was in a totally different place. He didn't go super hard on me like everybody else did, but he did make it kind of clear where he stood. And now I, 
feel like I kind of take it as that, but at the same time, it's it's just part of me that feels like, you know, I don't feel like you really, you know, sometimes I wonder if you're against me too. Like, do you really want to see me in the position that God want me in? I know you don't. I don't got to ask that because God already said nobody really wants to see me there but him, but you just... You don't, you don't strike me as the kind of person who want to keep me out of it, though. So, I don't know. You know? Different things are being even introduced in a situation. I wonder if I'm overlooking things because I want to believe in people. So, like, I feel like that's something I still have yet to shed in a way. It's still part of me. But I still trust God, though. So maybe that's mostly that's mostly right. That's mostly there. But another thing is he came, he showed up, and he said that someone around me was using his name. Or the, you know, validation that he's given me. Like, he let me use his name. And so when they're with me, they're trying to use his name too, in a way. And they're using it to do colorist things. Like, they have, like, a colorist outlook, like... Their intentions aren't as pure as mine is. So he came to about that. He didn't show up too often. But I feel like in the process of everything that's going on and, you know, what I've been dealing with recently that I just didn't trust that he's showing up again. I'm like, I don't know. This is ill timing for you to be here right now. It's ill timing for anybody to show up right now. So, I don't know. But the thing with Flav is like, when he shows up, it's not about everything else that's going on. It's about what he came for. And he's going to do what he came for. He's not going to touch or bother anything else. And he's not going to let it touch or bother what he came for. So, I knew when everything else was obsolete. And so I was just wondering, like, okay, so what is the play here? Because if anybody wanted to even play Flav, they it feels like they couldn't. Like, he's going to show up for what the reason why he showed up for, and that's it. He's not really going to put, he's not going to let you play him. You can't play him. And then I've, been, I've also been dealing with, in a situation, it feels like maybe conversations about, in a way, maybe someone... You know, plotting. Like I said, I felt that someone kept saying, it said, someone is an evil genius. This individual is an evil genius. And I didn't go anywhere near that because, you know, I like geniuses, but why you have to be evil? Like, Flav is a genius. He's not evil. I mean, he can be if he wanted to be, but. This is kind of like the crowds I feel that I've 
you know, swerve through in a process of this battle of, you know, being made exactly who God has intended for me to become. I'm not quite there yet, but this is a, a different environment so I've swerved through. And the people that I've encountered that have validated me in any way or that have vouched for me, for whatever reason they vouch for it because, you know, oftentimes it's very clear they're not going to vouch for anything extra than what they agree with or what they appreciate about me or for whatever reason that they're doing it. And, you know, this in this situation recently is like someone saying that they're an evil genius. I'm like, are you considering all that? Because I just want to know how much you know about me. How much, how much do you know? Because it feels like everybody knows everything, right? So do you know that you're not going to be able to manipulate a lot of the individuals who stand behind me, if they stand behind me, when they feel like doing that? And I'm already knowing this, you know? And I'm taking this into account. When they're saying, like, stick to the plan. I have a plan. You know, I'm a genius, and I'm just like, I don't know, man. How long have you been here? Because you might very well be a genius. I don't underestimate anyone. And it seems that you have people validating and vouching for you, too. But just don't, I just, you know, I wouldn't underestimate a lot of people that I've run into. And not because they're just going to stand behind anything I say when I say it, but just because when it comes down to it, if it involves them, you know, you're going to have to, I'm going to even have to deal with that. You know, because of my involvement in it. Just as I would deal with someone if they use my name for something like that. You know, pertaining to someone who I allowed to use it for the right reasons because I trusted them and they had involvement in that I deal with them. But it just feel like ill timing. And it feels like there's things going on. But I already had explained that, you know. I'm not I didn't have to explain it actually. It was just like the part of or portion of the conversation I actually was aware of or involved in. I was just, you know, I was just voicing my concerns about certain things. And these individuals, they had the right intentions. They were just feeling like I'm not being appreciated enough where I'm at and that I shouldn't be feeling so depressed and suicidal all the time. And that if anybody cared for me, over where I was, all these individuals who claim to care for me, who claim to be there for me, or, you know, offer support, why won't they, you know, offer support in that area? And so this individual offered to help, and they have been helping. But the fact of the matter is because I'm letting them. You know, a lot of people who have supported me and who have offered support to me or who have cared for me, they've tried so hard to get me out of this, like, depressive type, suicidal type mood and attitude. Actually, they got so fed up with me that they said, like, we're just tired of you. We're tired of you and your attitude. 
like we're tired of the you know I'm just I just want to kill myself attitude so they started laughing at me and I didn't care because I said like this is how I feel right now I understand that all y'all have y'all concerns and y'all just want me up but I have to feel that way I can't fake it if I start faking things now I might as well fake the whole thing and then what was the whole point and I can't fake it anyways because this is the whole point of this process like everything is out everything is out in the open if I fake it I'll get nowhere so you know and then there's a lot of individuals who also are around me there's a lot of good and then there's a lot of bad and there's a lot of individuals who are around me who want me to start faking it they want me to start faking it so they can prove I've been faked the whole time. They want me to start faking it so they can somehow discredit my reputation for not being fake. They want me to start faking it so that they can, you know, prove to themselves, you wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't really want to be 100% honest in all that you did. You would want to start manipulating it and making it look like something it's not like I would, you know. I have people who are very jealous of me, very jealous and very conniving, and they don't let up off of my my reputation and destroying it every chance they get, trying to destroy every chance, every every opportunity for my destiny. They they don't let up off of that, you know. They want to somehow discredit me because they feel that that somehow make them shine more, or that will somehow recreate opportunities for them to look or be better. I don't understand how my position is taken away from anything that they are but some people feel that way and that's what I'm battling but Flav is not one of those people he's one of those people who even offer his name for me but he also made it clear like if you use it for the wrong reason and take advantage of me you're going to regret it well I don't regret anything but you know you're going to have to deal with the consequences of that so I know that that's different. So right now in this process, like while I'm allowing these individuals to help me because I have been happier, that's the thing. The thing about it is, even though I'm allowing them to help me, and if I would have allowed other people to help me before when they wanted to, I possibly could have even experienced this sooner. The difference is, it is a difference. It is a difference. So the thing about it is like, it's not just, oh, I'm allowing you. So now I'm happy. Like they actually are making me happier. They actually are making a difference. Like it wouldn't be for nothing. But the issue with it all is like everything surrounding it. Like I'm happier, but it seems like it's at the cost of a lot of things that God is asking that that is required of me in order to come to the next level, even though it may not stay, it has to stay for long enough in order for me to, you know, figure it out and work it out to a point where I break it off of me, you know? So, you know, I know, I see it a lot. It's so many individuals around me who don't want to see me in my position. And I've heard so many different, you know, I've been getting so many, so, so many different people are like, just like, well, then cut them off. And when you don't want to cut them off, then you have to accept everything that comes with them. And when you accept everything that comes with them, that means that I'm not going to sympathize for you, you know, not in that area, unless I feel like it. So, 
you know, I understand that. Because it's like accepting everything that comes with them is accepting that too. And it's been difficult, but lately it's just been getting like to this point where I'm I'm just a little exhausted. I'm just a little tired and I don't know if I want to go on this way. But I think that a lot of individuals are hoping to somehow tear down whatever they contributed to in the process of this thing. If, of course, things don't go according to the way that they want it to go. If you're getting rid of me or if you're you're going to, you know, stop doing certain things or stop allowing certain things, stop allowing me to manipulate and, and exert control over you, then I'm going to, you know, obliterate this contribution that I've made. And I'm okay with that because it's like if I if I feel as if it's time for you to go, then I wouldn't care if you took everything you came with. You know, I I took that into consideration when I was fighting very hard to keep you. Like, also they come with this and, you know, if they go, you know, maybe they'll take it, maybe they'll keep it. You know, maybe they'll let it stay, but regardless of anything, that's not what I'm doing it for. I'm not doing it for what they come with. I'm doing it because I care for them. And when I get tired of dealing with whatever that comes with them, then everything else, it doesn't matter as much. So that's what, that's how I've been feeling. That's what I've been dealing with. And now I'm at this place where it's like, you know, what is going to start resurfacing now? Because now I'm seeing that, you know, maybe I'm setting a tone in that perspective of who can come and, you know, kind of like take what they've contributed away from all that I've been fighting so hard to build. And that was already a risk. That was already the risk, you know, ever since I was in a place where I was so much more than what I've been being lately, what I've been proving myself to be. After I said I've backslidden, I haven't been doing as much work as I should have been doing lately. And I know even that a lot of people wouldn't even vouch for me or allow me to use certain things or like their name or have their support if I was on if I weren't on a certain level. Like this is things that I have to take into consideration because there was a point in time where, you know, nobody was there for me. Nobody was there for me but God. I didn't have anybody, not my family, not my friends. Nobody, everybody turned their back on me and left me for dead. You know, one person was there. It's not even clear the intention behind it because, you know, now in the process of everything else, it seems as if this individual may have been my biggest roadblock. And if they really were in support of me no matter what, then why would they ever be in the way of what things I wanted to build? So it's like, it's it's conflicting, but also taking into consideration that maybe even a lot of this stuff that I battled and went through may have even been because of what comes with this individual. It's maybe not their intention to be in my way or create hindrances or setbacks or delays for me, but it just comes with them. And understanding that because so much comes with me as well. When my family is being destructive, my friends, when there's people around me who just don't want to see me have anything and they really destroy or hurt anyone around me to get to me. 
So, you know, having to warn people and do everything I can to protect them, but not being able to block 100% of everything all the time, no matter how hard I try. So just understanding that and like understanding that, you know, in the process of the situation, when I'm not fighting as hard anymore, people are going to start seeing openings. They're going to start saying, wait, you're not getting up again. You're not going to start fighting everybody as hard as you once did. You're going to stay this way forever. Okay, so I feel like it's an opportunity for me to come and snatch this. There's an opportunity for me to come step on that. There's an opportunity for me to come and ruin this because I wanted to do it the whole time, but I couldn't get to you before. So here's an opportunity for that. Flav's not that kind of person, but, you know, maybe this is an introduction to people feeling as if, oh, we're doing that. We're, you know, it's it's time for that. It's it's. There's an opportunity to come in. Destroy all that she's been building because she's not gonna get up again, type thing. And it's like I have to accept all that come with that. I've been having to accept all that comes with that, from the jump, because I knew that when it comes down to it, as I said, I only have God. I know that God's not going to allow anyone to take anything that. It's meant to stay or it's meant to be with me in the end. But who knows what that ultimately is. So I have to submit to God's will and also understanding who God is. Like he will allow them to take it if he tells you to get up and fight and you won't fight for it. Excuse me. If you want to keep it, show him, you know, prove it. But I just been frustrated because I felt like, man, how messed up is it that, you know, if I'm not this person, if I'm not showing up in a certain way, a lot of people won't even be associated with me. Like, even the individual who stayed there with me, who was there for me, when nobody else was but God, I don't even trust them that much because... It felt that multiple times this individual has seemed to prove to me that if I didn't decide to be a better me and if I didn't decide to intent be intentional and, and purposeful about my future and being a better me and reaching for my dreams and my destiny to become all that I will one day be, they would abandon me too. If I gave up on myself right now, they'd abandon me. And I can't say that I'm just mad about that. Or that they're necessarily wrong, but it's just something to take into account. I don't even have you at the end of the day. At the end of the day, God's going to be with me no matter what. If I give up on myself right now, he's not giving up on me. I'm not saying it's okay to give up on yourself. You know, I feel that I'm not going to give up on myself anyway. Like, if you go right now because I decided to give up on myself, you know, and later I snapped into my senses and I decided to keep fighting for myself and you showed back up. That's who you are. So it's like accepting what comes with people. I can't force anybody to be anything that anything else that they aren't. Just like they can't do that for me. But people have shown their true colors. How they feel about me when I'm in certain positions. And sometimes it comes down to even the very, very person that you feel will be there for you no matter what. Really cares for you. And or you thought. 
you know. It seems as if this individual pulls out too much. Way too much. But still, so many different times and so many different occasions has proven that even when it's very hard to be around me or it's very hard to stand beside me, they would. They still do. Like nobody else ever would for me. So... It's difficult. It's difficult because it's like, I have to be there for you too. I don't know if I can because I never signed up for that. You know, is that fair to say I never signed up for that just because you want to show up and be here for me no matter what? I have to show show up and be here for you no matter what, no matter what comes with you. Like, should you feel obligated to be there for somebody no matter what just because they decided to be there for you no matter what and doesn't make you a bad person when you consider things like that. Because if I wanted to show up to a loyal person and I wanted to somehow make them feel obligated to be loyal to me, I'd be loyal to them first, right? And it's manipulative, isn't it? Because what if I don't want to be loyal to you in your situation? What if I don't agree with a lot of things that you do? A lot of times when you decide to be loyal to someone, it doesn't mean you agree with everything, but you accept everything that come with them. What if I don't want to accept everything that come with you? And you just going to obligate me to your to be loyal to you. I don't feel that that's fair. But, you know, that's what's messed up about this world. When people figure that certain characteristics about certain people can be beneficial to them, whether they choose to be a good person or not, then they start to use them to their advantage. Loyalty can be one of those things that can be used to someone's advantage and someone can be abused through. So when you find someone who's genuinely loyal, you can show up and be whoever it is that you have to be in order to make them loyal to you and then start being whoever you feel like being once they are. And it's unfair. It's not fair. It's abusive. But that's obviously also something I have to work on inside of myself as well because I'm, you know, I have an obligation to myself to treat myself correctly and allow and not allow certain behaviors and things like this to happen. But what do you do when it's going to cost you everybody in your life because they're not loyal? And then the people who you can, you know, decide to be loyal to probably wouldn't be much different after a while. And so you really don't have much options after God is exposed to you who and how the world is. What do you do then? Like, at that point, it's either don't be loyal anymore and I can't deny myself or just decide to be loyal to no one. And that's kind of difficult when you're a loyal person. So I I choose to be loyal to God. Oftentimes it's difficult because there's still individuals around you who take that as, okay, but what they got to do with me? I could still play a part in your life. I could still contribute in certain areas. I could still have something to do with certain things. And... You know, they don't feel like when you say you're loyal to God that that discredits or discounts them. And it's like, it doesn't, but it can. Because if God says, out with you, it's out with you. 
but this is super real. It's it's on a whole nother level because I'm actually battling like different situations that, you know, put me in compromising positions that could actually take my life. So when I'm trying to find happiness in certain areas, it really is life or death for me. It feels that it can be. Even though God is the the God has the final say in my life or my death. You know, because if someone else knew, I know after God has exposed everybody to me, if someone else knew that something was life or death for me, they make sure I die. No one really wants to preserve my life here but God. So whatever it is I'm dealing with, you know, I I just trust that God will expose it. There's no set plan. But also taking into account that, you know, I tried to divulge this information, but I've been taught in the process of everything I've gone through not to tell people my moves, not to tell people nothing. Because for so long, I've tried to warn people around me who've shown up and decided they were going to do what they were going to do and behave the way that they want to behave despite how many times I try to warn them because they didn't see me as much of a threat. They will show up and say, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to have this, I'm going to have that. I'm going to go through with this and I'm going to go through with that. And I would try and warn them and say, no, wait, hold on. That is attached to this and this individual is not going to have that. Or that has to do with that. And even if you can play me, you can't play them. That has to do with this. And if you touch that, I it's not going to be me who you have to deal with. You're going to have to deal with this and that and these people. And you're going to just offset so many other things. They're going to come for me, but they're going to obliterate you first. And oftentimes I want to tell people that, but I can't because I've been taught not to. To the point where so I try to tell people, and it's like, now you know better. And if you go through it with it and telling them, you know, you're just going to be dealt with. They're not even going to have anything to do with it. So, this is what I'm dealing with. I couldn't say anything, but I I felt like, you know, if you decided that you wanted to be involved with me, then maybe you already are aware of all of this information. Or you feel as if you can take that on, regardless of what it is, because I feel like I wouldn't do that with anybody unless I felt that way. But sometimes people aren't that calculated. But if someone would call themselves a genius, I would assume that they were. You know what you are getting yourself into. You are aware. You have to be right. But it's not always the case. That being said, I have an obligation too. Because you may not be fully aware of everything that I've dealt with or that comes with that. I'm going to do everything in my power to protect you based off of everything that I know because I'm going to be, you know, held accountable for that. Like, you knew, though, and you could have did everything in your power to, you know, prevent certain situations from happening a certain way. And when you're not being thorough, you're going to be held accountable for that. But feeling like I just, why do I have to be a superhero all the time? That's why I've been feeling lately. That's why I'm going through this right now. And that's why I'm being held accountable for it. Like, I'm psyching off because I'm tired. I'm psyching off because I'm wondering if I want to keep going on this way. And if I do, 
you know, if I don't, then I guess I'm accepting everything that comes with that, all the consequences. But if that's the case, that means I have to accept, you know, the the piece and a portion of that of, you know, that won't, like individuals who's not letting me give up, who's not letting me give up myself or, you know, quit. Or just not show up because I don't feel like it, you know. I don't know. Sometimes I had wondered for a while, like, is that for me or not? But it doesn't matter because what it is. So that's what I'm dealing with right now. Maybe dealing with that on the level of, like, it may have to be a war. But I've been trying to avoid it. Because I can still make decisions. I can decide that I'm going to give up. And I'm going to switch sides. I'm going to quit. I'm going to do it this way. I'm going to do it that way. And I'll just be held accountable for that. Like, you decided to do that. But if I'm not necessarily deciding that and it's like things are trying to happen with, you know, kind of like bullying me out of things, it's not going to be able to happen that way. I know that. You know, but also in the process, like, understand, like, anyone who probably felt as if they could bully me out of something, they might have a lot to come with them, too. And then, you know, as I said, it could be a war. That being said, I trust God. I trust that he knew everything he was placing inside of me when he chose me for this mission. And so, everything will work out according to God's plan. If anybody's being manipulative or conniving or trying to somehow bully me, feeling as if, you know, I'm more vulnerable than I actually am. Oftentimes, I seem more like a small fish, but I can have big fish behind me or I can just have big fish, a big fish background. And it can show up when it has to, you know. If it has to be that, then it just will when it will. But also understanding that's going to be a humbling experience too. Because I have to be more responsible. You know, with my dealings, you know, because there's a lot that comes with that. There's so much that comes with that, with war and having to show up when you, when someone's underestimated you, so much that comes with that. It's like, you could take losses you didn't have to take if you would have moved differently or made better decisions. But I'm not trying to take losses. I'm actually just taking risks on wins. Which is necessary. But regardless, I still have to be held accountable for the mistakes I'm making. And I have to take accountability. And so I may end up having to still work hard no matter what. And then that defeats the entire purpose of me saying, I just, maybe I don't want to be a superhero anymore. Maybe I'm tired. 
I'm tired of putting in as much work as I've had to put in. I'm tired of fighting as hard as I've had to fight. I'm tired of going through this anymore. I don't want to do it anymore. And we'll have to do it anyways. So. Taking that into account. Just hoping that whoever has whatever plan or intentions around me, they have taken all of that stuff into account too. I hope that they know enough about me that they don't, that they take a lot of this stuff into consideration. They can't possibly know everything, but hopefully they know enough. And also, you know, hopefully they have the right intentions because with the right intentions, you can never go wrong really to me. You can take a loss, but you'll never be wrong. You know, you're staying true to who you are, I guess. So it'll grow you. Or... Whatever, as I said, I'm battling so many different things that I have to take into account that are waiting for me to, you know, become vulnerable enough for them to have their way excuse me I'm not safe except with God so this is usually where my depressive attitude comes from and when someone you know tries to eliminate the depressive attitude this is usually what shows up and and what you know Recreates it. Not that I'm blaming it on anyone else. I can't. It's just that, like, when people try and solve my problems, they see why they're problems. You know, if I could have solved it, I would have. But I don't want anybody to take on whatever comes with me. If I can't take on whatever comes with them, and how can I add anything else to my plate? So. This is something I try to warn people about. As I said, though, I can only say so much. You know, if I feel like I have to tell them and if I don't tell them it's going to go a certain way, then I just should deal with it differently. So I do my best, but we'll see how this plays out. I'm trying God. You know, if I lose faith in God, that's the worst thing I could do because he's the only one who's always been there for me no matter what. He's always been here. He's my refuge. He's my strong refuge. He's my strong tower. So when everybody else fails me, he's going to be the one that has my back. And so despite whatever comes with everybody else, what definitely needs to be considered is that if I give up on God or if I let things happen that God would not, you know, agree with or appreciate or vouch for, which at the end of the day, that just comes down to giving up on him. I have to deal with that. That's what I need to put over everything. Fear of God is more than any fear I should have for any of these people. So I would accept any beating, anything came with them. Besides... And in ex- and just not to have to deal with God in that 